in your ears music. You are listening to the Purple Macron Sunday Session. Welcome to the Purple Mac Sunday Session on In Your Ears Music. Today, Kylie Larson from Mama Manana Records in Santa Fe will be with me later on the show. But first, it's probably my favorite album release since the start of the year. It's Jadu Heart with Freedom.
Jadu Heart with Freedom. And as always, I have a gift card of £20 from Record Shop, Wax and Beans, so stay tuned for the password to enter the giveaway. The next two bands are from Belgium and were nominated in Belgium as Best Indie Discoveries, starting up with The Haunted Youth and the song Teen Rebel.
Belgian band Blue Eye, B-L-U-A-I, with the song Dime Store. Next, we are going to the US, to Nashville, to listen to a dreamy, very lush band called Left Witch. It's their very excellent debut single, On a Roll, In the Cold, Left Witch.
This was excellent Irish band Virgins with signaling from their EP release last year. For the next song, we go to Dublin and it's Columbia Mills with the latest single, The Day Has Won. Yeah. You need somebody 
can see 2023 is starting very good with new music, including that new band called Nightbus with Way Past Three. In your ears, music. You are listening to the Purple Macron Sunday Session. And we are going to listen to a band which had an excellent debut album last year, but that I missed, actually. There are so many good bands out there. Um, this is the band called Pale Blue Eyes. And this is the latest release from 2023, and this is called More. And I'm pretty sure that's what you will want after that, More, by Pale Blue Eyes.
This is a female duo from Scotland with the track Lizard Brain from their debut EP called Grindo. It's one of my favorite EP releases this year, Saint Sappho. And before going to my interview with Kylie Larson, it's Sharon Van Etten with Porta.
Hi Kylie, thanks for being with me today. So you live in the US in Santa Fe and you have your own blog about new music called Check This Out. But since last year, you also own your own independent record label called Mama Manana Records. Tell us, what is the biggest challenge that you faced when you decided to manage a new record label? Hey, Soph, thanks for having me on your show and mentioning Check This Out. I'd say the hardest part about running a small label like Mama Manana Records is honestly the funding. No one involved in it has a trust fund to lean on, so it's pure passion for the music and wanting to help independent artists. Right now, the label share from each physical media sale goes towards paying for the next release. So whether it's cassette tapes like we've offered for our first few releases and will continue to do so, or CDs on some future projects, all that goes towards paying for the next album. We've been around for less than a year, so we're still very much building out the roster and our reputation, and we want to offer the artists more with each release. How do you think a label can help an independent artist in the music industry today? Do you think they can get more credibility with external parties? Well, my goal with Mama Mignana Records is to take my experience as a former, I guess you could say, independent artist that, you know, played in bars for free beer and my current gig as a music journalist and try to channel that into giving the artist someone in their corner who will build them a good PR kit and connect them with the press on their behalf. I'm also helping with booking at the artist's request because I'd rather have them, you know, writing and recording and playing shows rather than chasing promoters. I daily receive requests from artists and bands asking me to review their albums that I'm not familiar with. And I agree that a sharp PR kit from a label tends to pique my interest over cold emails. It does help with the act's credibility. And I know this because we've received press coverage for everything the label's released so far, uh, including local papers and magazines, which I think is pretty cool. And we will now listen to Low Mellow's release called The Sweet Breath and released in January this year on your label. Tell us more about this track. I actually heard about Abel John, who performs as Low Mellow, sometime this past summer. And I went down to see one of his shows in Albuquerque. It was one of those classic Tuesday night, five bands on the bill. And he didn't play until 11 o'clock, but... It was well worth the wait. We played this amazing set, and I knew right away that I had to talk to him and hopefully work with him on his next project. And we share the love of early odds indie bands, and he's just an all-around great dude to be around. A few years ago, he released his debut album, Big Bang Boomerang, and it's excellent, but I really think what he's working on on this new EP along with producer Kendall Jones, is they're taking his sound into new uncharted territory. And I really do think that That Sweet Breath is an excellent reintroduction to Lomelo and his growth as a person and a musician over the past few years. The story about this song is great. It actually came to him during a yoga session when he was in this deep breathing cycle and let out this big exhale and had this sense of positivity and rebirth and it's his affirmation of living life fully 
And you'll be able to hear the rest of these songs when the EP drops in late March or early April. I'm excited to share them with everyone soon. Surprise you the most when you started to set up your own record label? 
And how were the reactions around you? The biggest surprise I've had is actually a great one, and that's、uh, people's excitement about the label, especially here in the local community.、Uh, there's so much talent here, but a lot of the time, you know, the bands don't know where to start with building an audience, and helping them with that is what makes me happiest. This is something I've wanted to do for a few decades, but none of the cities I've lived in seem to be like the right place for. A new label until I came to Santa Fe. Huba is the artist name of Jared Garcia, signed on your label. We will listen to the title "By Your Side," released last year as a single, and on the EP called "Empty Dreams." I let you introduce the track. I can't think of a better introduction for Mama Minyana Records and what we're trying to accomplish than when we released Huba's "Empty Dreams" as the first record. Jared is one of the best damn pop hook writers I've ever had the pleasure of encountering, and I think he shows this in so many different ways on this record. And whether it's the indie rock opera of the tape's B side, or the intimate acoustic pieces on the A side, like "By Your Side," he is super diverse and works great as a frontman or lead guitar player. I'm happy to introduce everyone to the label's first single with Hubba's "By Your Side."
This was New Dead with Say Hi from Ireland. New Dead was also featured on the best releases from last year on the Check It Out blog of Kylie. How is the music scene in Santa Fe? Do people like indie rock over there? Santa Fe really is a unique scene in that it's a rather small town with under 100,000 people. But we've also been known as an artist haven for well over 100 years now. And there's a great mix of native Santa Fiends and a steady stream of people coming from other cities. Uh, like a lot of small towns in America, Santa Fe is experiencing growth, and it's amazing to have everyone come together in a tight-knit scene. I would also include Albuquerque, which is an hour south of us and is New Mexico's main population center. Between our two cities, I think the music scene is pretty underrated and overlooked, and I would love to be a part of that solution that changes that. And there's definitely a healthy dose of indie rock, but the diversity of our population gives us everything from hip-hop to Latinx and indigenous acts. Santa Fe is actually the oldest capital city in the U.S., and the sharing of these roots is often heard in the music we have here. How do you listen to music? I know that you release material on cassette on your label. What about your personal taste? I grew up in the 80s and 90s listening to CDs and cassettes, and my parents had this record collection that just sat in the basement. When I was in middle school, I dug those out, and a friend of mine went nuts and started collecting vinyl back when they were essentially giving them away. I've lugged this collection around the entire country, and when I'm not streaming something, I've typically listened to vinyl in the past decade. Running the label has changed that, though, and I find myself thrifting cassettes and CDs way more than vinyl these days. I think we've reached a point of streaming overload, and the convenience can be overwhelming, and people crave tangible experiences. I think this is why it's so important that our artists have physical releases of their work. Another big reason for us making our records available on cassette and CD is that I think the vinyl industry is completely broken and it's far too costly in money and time for small labels and artists. Introducing people to cassette tapes and making those that have heard it fall back in love with the format is something I truly love. And there's no better feedback than when someone tells me I had no idea cassettes could sound that great. They're affordable to the artist and to the label, which leads to the important part when we can sell to our fans for lower costs than a new vinyl. Coming up next, it's going to be Psychedelic with Canadian band Ghost Woman and the title Do You.
This was American artist Deserta with I'm So Tired, another artist featured on the favorite releases of 2022 on Kylie Larson blog. Check this out. How do you combine the work on the label together with other work activities? I think it simply comes down to prioritization and organization. I've got my separate list for business writing, for Check This Out newsletter, and everything going on with the record label. I didn't know it at the time, but my previous life as a project manager taught me a lot about juggling priorities and recognizing which deadlines are important. That being said, I do put more time into the label and newsletter because these are ultimately what is most important to me and what I want to continue to grow. Coming up next, it's one of my favorite Scottish bands, Bell and Sebastian, with Juliet Naked. It will be followed by a lazy season by the stylus method. <laughs> Reinvent your face 
Larson, thanks for being on my show. Before letting you go, I had to ask you that question. What was your favorite release from 2022, if you could only choose one? With my Check This Out newsletter, I write about my 50 favorite albums every year. And I think 2022 was a fairly easy decision with the latest from Wiseblood. That album, And In The Darkness Hearts Aglow, hits all of my listening loves by combining a reverence for a past scene like she does with 70s-era Laurel Canyon soft rock while writing about current themes and including modern production. As a longtime fan, I'm excited to finally see her next month when she comes through Santa Fe. It's at a small venue for an act of her size, and I cannot wait.
before I play the last song, I'm sharing the password for the Wax and Beans gift card giveaway. It's check this out. So give me this password by direct message on my social media, Purple Mac, before 21st of March. I only have one song to play. It's by a band called Inola Fall. Inola Fall previously lived in Australia and Tasmania to be precise. They relocated to Scotland. And this is the first single they released since they moved to Scotland. It's called Pictures of People Taking Pictures. Inola Fall. Thank you for listening and until next time. Chance it was worth With